Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Super excited for today's topic. Yeah, so we're doing Am I the Asshole? How many of these have we done? We've only done one episode. Oh, really? Yeah, but unless I'm mistaken and there's been two, but I'm pretty sure I only remember one. Oh, yeah, you're right. We did Am I the Asshole number one as episode eight. So go back and listen to episode eight if you want to hear the first edition of this. Yeah, and I feel like it'd be extra spicy if we get the coming out evil Twitter popping and like have people submit from like our fans because like I feel like that would be extra juicy. Yeah. So yeah, come check out that Twitter and keep an eye out. I'll post that sometime this week and we'll get that rolling because I feel like that'll be even more entertaining knowing it's coming from you all listening. So. <laughs> well, yeah, do check out our Twitter and maybe you'll see questions from us real soon. And also feel free to answer any of the questions in Spotify. If you're listening in Spotify, you have a feature to like comment about what you think on the episodes in the app so you should try that oh neat yeah what a cool little feature so yeah so we're gonna figure out who's some assholes today yeah that's exciting (laughs) love judging people it's my favorite pastime (laughs) it's time to get judgy let's get judgy (laughs) oh my god have y'all been watching drag me to dinner because (laughs) whoa but (laughs) yeah Alrighty. you have a good one you want to open up with yeah sure i will open up with one oh it covered the title rats Oh, boo. I took screenshots and for some reason the titles are covered in them. Oh, shit. Curses. I think this one was like, am I the asshole for telling my neighbor that she spoils her kids? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Okay, so this happened in August. I have four kids and I am a single mom who only gets $239 each month in child support. My neighbor has two daughters with a husband who's a lawyer and she's a nurse so her kids are spoiled rotten. When I caught wind of her taking his kids school shopping, I asked if I could have a lift to the local Walmart since I didn't want to waste money with having to take myself and the kids on the bus and she said sure. We were dropped off at the Walmart and I told my kids they could get one special school item so my daughters got sparkly mechanical pencils and my son got a dinosaur notebook and my other son got colorful gel pens there was frozen pizza on sale and since we can't afford to order pizza and only have frozen pizzas on occasion i said why not and bought one for dinner and then got them some new school clothes when my neighbor picked us up a few hours later her back seat and trunk were filled with garbage from justice amber crombie staples etc plus they had to go boxes our kids were talking about what they got in stores and these other kids had gotten all this high-priced from these stores her one daughter went mommy got us a steak for dinner at roadhouse and my youngest said we had gotten a frozen pizza which broke my heart while i spent probably 75 to 100 dollars tops my neighbor probably spent hundreds on her kids on the way home the daughters were begging for mcdonald's sundays so our neighbor pulls into the drive-thru and asks me if my kids would like any i said yes assuming she was paying but then she ordered separately and asked for the money i forked over the money i was supposed to be using to get my hair done next week 
When we got home, I took the neighbor aside and told her that I don't appreciate her rubbing her money in my kids' faces. I try to make their lives easy with the little things here and there, but there she goes going and spoiling her kids rotten right in front of my kids. She told me she's allowed to spend her money the way she sees fit with her children, and I told her that her kids are spoiled and don't need all that high-priced crap. She hasn't spoken to me since, and I have struggled since I used to rely on favors from her, and it's starting to drive me a bit insane. Am I the asshole for calling out her materialistic ways? (laughs) I want to know how you find Am I the Asshole stories, because that is a banger. Like, (laughs) that is so juicy. That's everything I want in an Am I the Asshole story. Like, oh my god, I have so many thoughts, but... The Spice. No, go ahead. What are your thoughts? I'm so, like, oh my god, there's just so many things about this. Like, okay, on the one hand, yeah, it's her money. I'm going to spoil my kids if I want. Also, I do like the belief. So I've heard about this thing, right, like, for people who believe in Santa Claus and have that as a family tradition, encouraging parents not to be like, oh, Santa got my kid an iPad. And the kid's going into school and be like, Santa brought me an iPad. Whereas somebody else's kids, maybe Santa brought them some socks. Mm -hmm. So, like, tackling classism in that way, because if they believe in Santa and they're like, well, why is Santa giving this kid an iPad and these socks? I don't know. So that if you're into all that, right? Like, yeah, that is interesting to see how classism shows up with gift giving with kids. So it's like, I don't know. And I also just have never understood how rich people will literally be like, oh, let's get food. Do you want something? And then we'll be like, give me $2.10. When it's like, I don't know, like with my friends and stuff, like if I invited them, I don't know, like I would usually cover them or whatever and it would yeah. just kind of be like equitable. So the way that rich people will penny pinch and they'll be like, oh, this is how the rich stay rich. But it's like, ma'am, like you couldn't afford some dollar Sundays for my kids after y'all went and did all that. Like that's wild. Yeah. So it's definitely inconsiderate, but it's like also entitled on the other person's part that's true yeah absolutely because like i mean she could have bust and not dealt with that and it's it, i don't know it's just like i can imagine that's an uncomfortable situation but also like you all went together like she's gonna do what she was gonna do yeah also i feel like her approach being like i'm gonna tell her to stop spending money on her kids like i don't know why didn't she try asking her to also spend money on my kids like hey i noticed you buy your kids a bunch of stuff can you buy my kids stuff too so they don't feel left out maybe she would have been fine with that like she didn't even yeah I am curious, like, how close is this neighbor and this woman? Because, like, I haven't had a neighbor for a long time that I would just ask for a ride or whatever. So I feel like, for me, in my head, if I'm at that point with a neighbor, that seems pretty close, you know? Especially for you to, like, trust your kids around them and everything. I do feel like there was ways to be like, hey, I'm a little embarrassed, I'm feeling some shame, some guilt. I don't know, I would appreciate if you could cover the Sundays, because things are tight, or, like, there's just so many options, but telling her to, like, not spend money she was planning on spending for this trip already because like what do you expect her to do like not buy those things and then go back later yeah and make a second trip just to alleviate your guilt like that doesn't really make sense either so it's like uh, just the whole thing is so <laughs> yeah just consider asking for what you need instead of demanding that other people don't i don't know seek joy <laughs> Right. Because this person says that they rely on this person for favors. Like, it kind of... 
kind of sounds like they might be friends. So I'd be a little shook that she didn't just try asking like for her to cover the Sundays, especially since like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes people who grew up with money, like it doesn't occur to them that people without money, like it would be convenient if they would cover things. Yeah. They just don't know, which is no excuse, but sometimes they simply don't know it. It's not that they wouldn't, it's that they're just actually so dense. They don't think to themselves, ah, this amount of money might feel like more to my friend because they have less money. I remember seeing this TikTok of this man being like insane things rich people have just said in casual conversation. Like, they're like, oh, my family went on a ski trip every year. Have you ever been skiing? And they're like, what? Like, just, (laughs) who's doing a ski trip? Like, what the fuck is that? They only do that in sitcoms. What are you talking about? (laughs) literally like these people growing up in the house that was in fucking home alone and shit and going to paris every summer and then being like yeah this is normal (laughs) it's just like what but yeah no oh just a lot so what's the verdict is op the asshole or no i oh wow i feel like i have past me versus present me saying different things me would be like not the asshole but definitely has some healing to do but now i'm kind of like i mean you are acting like an asshole and like clearly you're activated and you have some healing to do but that is making you behave like an asshole regardless of the reason yeah i don't know what are your thoughts i do think they're the asshole i think i feel similarly that like regardless of what's going on like your behavior is not acceptable here because there's also that those kids like don't deserve to not get things that they want just because you are impoverished like it's definitely not fair but like why should those kids not get expensive things from Abercrombie because your kids are around like they have access to it and they're children they didn't do anything (laughs) and literally I think it's interesting too because like nothing bad happened between the kids it wasn't like it's not like the neighbor's kids were like haha you got frozen pizza for dinner yeah it was like oh I got a steak and then the other kid is like oh I got pizza It was exciting for both of them for whatever their life experience was but the mom was assigning moral judgment on that and like feeling guilty preemptively despite nothing happening between the kids it sounds like so it'd be one thing if like this woman was like you know doing all of this and then their kids were also like already being some classist assholes to her kids and Mm -hmm. like picking up on these weird behaviors but that wasn't even the case so yeah she just made it about her own behavior like she feels guilty about the situation that she has her family in and so like she's projecting this onto her neighbor when it has nothing to do with her neighbor and I like really understand that because I feel like my mom did that a lot growing up she said I wasn't allowed to go over to other people's houses because controlling but also so other people right. weren't allowed to come to my house either because she was so embarrassed by like how small the apartment was and like our furniture set up and stuff and so she would just make it so I couldn't have a social life but that like I don't know just your own shame projecting that onto a child and like making their childhood experience like tainted is just so yucky like get it together people truly and it's like Yeah, I just, I resonate with that so much. Did they say the ages of the people involved in this? No, actually, she does not say how old they all are. It's giving, like, yeah, I don't even know. I'd just be curious to know more info about these people. It sounds like they're a mess, so. Yeah, (laughs) truly. Okay, do you want to go next? Yeah. Cool.
Okay. Alrighty, next story. Yes. Am I the asshole for calling my boyfriend's family unhygienic? Not sure if relevant, but my boyfriend and I are from different countries. He's from Northern Europe and I'm from South America. This weekend we were at my in-laws and his brother was there with his family. He has two boys under five years old and both boys had pink eye. His brother and his wife didn't have it, but they were coughing their lungs off. I was immediately taken aback. I asked if it was really conjunctivitis and they confirmed. In my country, if you have pink eye and it's not allergies, you stay home. And you can imagine small kids. They were running around, coughing and touching everything. I was speechless. I said to my boyfriend that pink eye was contagious and his reply was, don't be afraid of everything. I got irritated by this because it sounded condescending and like I was the crazy one. So my mood was ruined and I was pretty much silent the whole time there. I also didn't want to eat a lot because the kids were coughing and touching the food so I only had a few bites from things I saw the kids hadn't touched. At home he said my behavior was rude and I was acting crazy. I said that they all need to be more hygienic. He got super offended, so I'm not sure if this is something cultural or if I was really the asshole for calling them unhygienic. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Oof. (laughs) I mean, I feel like with the kind of person I am, I'm just kind of inclined to be like, not the asshole. No. Does sound nasty, and if, you know... I saw gay, so I said gay. That's not hate. That's an astute observation. (laughs) Literally. And it's just, like, we all know how pink eye happens. We know why it's generally in children. Like, there's a lot to unpack with even how pink eye happens. Yeah. And, like, normalizing people going outside after that. That is crazy to me. Like. Yeah, like, just, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you can't send kids to school if they have pink eye, right? Like, that's, no. that's a wrap. Yeah, so, like, what the ever-loving fuck? And, like, even if the parents don't have it, they're coughing like crazy. Like, something is amiss in this household. Whatever's happening, there's a lot happening. Yeah. And it's just, like, I don't know. I was looking for the most recent Reddit post, so, like, this was 44 minutes ago, right? It is June 20th, 2023. We have been in a pandemic for going on calendar year four at this point. Like, I, how do we not take this shit more seriously at this point? I really don't get it. Like, yeah, like, please wash your hands, firstly. That's my first request, everybody. Please, please. And it's the combination of not only these kids being sick, but also so poorly behaved that they're putting their hands in the food and everything just unrestrained. Like, Mm -hmm. that's bonkers. Like, yeah. So you got these kids that aren't even well behaved. So if they like had allergies or something and could like make sure they're sneezing in their elbow or whatever, that's one thing. And they weren't contagious. But for them to be contagious and also badly behaved, like what the fuck is that? Like... It's bonkers. Yeah. I just really don't get it. I'm shocked they weren't more fired up, honestly. Yeah. And like... But I do feel like there must be some kind of like deep offense in pointing out like someone's home is messy. My most memorable falling out that I've ever had with a friend and we've since made up because they came back to me years later and they were like, I was overreacting and I was like thanks but um (laughs) my most memorable falling out with a friend was because we were childhood friends I was over at her house and this was a very special circumstance because remember I just said I was not really allowed to go over to people's houses but I was allowed at her house because she was like also Haitian and I don't know that makes things better and so (laughs) like I hadn't been there for a while and I guess like something about their circumstances had changed 
kitchen and the house was just like messier than normal and I was pointing it out because it was a child and I didn't think I was being rude like I was just kind of being like oh like it looks different in here like this is not normally how this place looks and after my mom picked me up she like chewed me out and was like you disrespected my mom's work ethic by saying that like the house was dirty and like you were disrespecting my home and I should have kicked you out right then and there like she was like heated it was a lot and I remember being so shook and like confused but yeah I feel like if someone pointed out that my house was dirty I would maybe feel embarrassed that it was dirty but I don't think I would be mad that someone said something yeah it is really interesting I know like growing up in the conditions I did and like a whole Porter's house situation is essentially how I describe it. I remember once that a lamp fell on a pile of laundry and we woke up to the house smoking. We had to call the fire department and it was really scary. Everything was like the house was okay after all that. Mm -hmm. But what my mom was talking about while we were in the car is that she was like, oh, these people are going to like shit talk our house. We're going to be like the laughing stock of the community. Like people talk. They're going to tell other people like what our house looks like. Even amidst active crisis. (laughs) Like it's so weird i don't even know yeah like the way that it literally rewires people's brains to like feel so powerless like every morning they're waking up in that situation or like it gets out of hand and they're like whoa i don't know what to do like if it's the first time they're in that situation or whatever but Mm -hmm. it's like yeah it just really rewires people's brains to just be so obsessed with how people are going to perceive them for this like seemingly moral failing of like not being able to keep up like the cleanliness for whatever reason so it's just yeah i uh it's just so much it really is wild but yeah it's just like cultural norms and hygiene it's really hard unpacking that i think like it's been really great with you learning that levels of cleanliness don't have a moral judgment yeah. because that's something I've really had to unpack and unlearn but I think it is really hard after growing up in an environment where not only my parents are instilling that but also larger community and other people like that is something that was taught to me and I'm sure plenty of other people so it's like not delusional but it's also just something that needs to go <laughs> but but that pink eye fuck that stay at home yeah yeah <laughs> Alrighty, you got story number two lined up? Yep. Okay, so this one is titled, Am I the asshole for accusing my coworker of being racist? Okay, I guarantee it's not what you're expecting. Oh my god. I, 26M, work at a high-end salon in a very liberal part of the US, Mm. and I'm nearing the end of my apprenticeship. I consider myself to be well-liked, especially by the people I assist and the other assistants. My personality is very goofy, but also edgy and defensive. When I say something overly offensive, I make sure I'm saying it to people with whom I'm very close with. I tend to be flirty, but only because all the attractive older women at work flirt with me first. I really do get along with almost everyone, and I think that people enjoy the happy vibes I bring to work. I worry that I may be the asshole because I give douchey cocky vibes like I can say whatever I want and get away with it anyway a couple months ago I gave my friend with whom I'm very close with and hang out with outside of work a pat on the head she says something like omg you basically see me as a pet dog or something like that I replied yep you're basically a golden retriever I proceeded 
to get ripped a new one by one of the older male hairstylists. He basically yelled at me saying I'm gonna get sued for sexual harassment and that calling someone a dog is implying something sexual, which made the situation super awkward because there was nothing sexual about it. Every client that was trying to enjoy their shampoo and scalp massage could hear him. My friend laughed and I got yelled at. She thought it was funny. Fast forward to today, I have somewhat repaired my relationship with the older male hairstylist. I don't hold grudges. I was talking with the same friend and she was talking about why she doesn't go to Mexico to visit her grandfather. She mentioned it was too dangerous. So I asked, where does he live in Mexico? Like what city? She said, he lives in a state. I said, what do you mean? They have cities in Mexico. We're laughing and having a conversation about the classifications of land in Mexico when the same older male white hairstylist says, what village does he live in? I replied to him in a silly, high-pitched joking voice, that's racist. The implied point being that not everyone in Mexico lives in a poor tiny village. I was obviously joking. He then ripped me a new one, shouting that there are villages all over the world, including the US, so it's not racist. He then said very loudly, fuck you, seriously, fuck you. All the clients relaxing were interrupted. I said, I wasn't actually calling you racist. He replied, it doesn't matter, you still said it. I personally feel he went way over the top and was incredibly unprofessional, especially at a salon of this caliber with clients paying this type of money. I also don't really know what set him off, so I don't really know how to tiptoe around him. I feel like he's mad because I can joke and be myself and never get in trouble. But maybe I'm the asshole and I need to be more professional at work. But I really think the laughs and responses I get mean that I'm not being a douchebag. Am I the asshole? What? <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I I don't. So know. what do you think? <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this one. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, just because people are laughing at your jokes does not mean you're not a douche or asshole. Yeah. Like I can't believe I'm even having to say that, but like laughing does not equal support. Like <laughs> literally, there are so many reasons somebody might laugh at a joke that's uncomfortable or like nervous laughter is literally a thing yeah and any power dynamics that are involved like who knows like there's just so many things so there's that but then also oh our mcdonald's is here and they left it outside oh shit rats okay hold on mcdonald's mcdonald's what's the mcdonald's slogan oh i'm loving it Did you want to keep sharing your thoughts and feelings about Mr. Racist Man? Yes. Okay, OP being like, what city is he in? Reasonable. Her coming back and saying, oh, it's a state actually. Also reasonable, because like, the whole city-state thing and the fact the US has done it very weird compared to other places, right. But yeah, like, the person asking what village does he live in after the person already was like, oh, he lives in a state. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. yeah, there are villages all over, but you knew, we know what you knew the connotation was there. Like, there is definitely a connotation with village like uh <laughs> pretending like that's not the case is crazy to me like yeah i feel like the feigning innocence right would irritate me exactly and it's just like and it's like one of those like pseudo intellectuals that are like oh i know what the right answer is and i also have this back door in case anybody pushes back on it of course there's villages everywhere like they knew
knew what they were asking and then also had like an escape route. You know, like it seems so calculated. Yeah. That really makes my skin crawl. Mm -hmm. It feels very manipulative. Absolutely. It sounds like this is just a shitty hair salon to work at, TBH. Yeah. But yeah, what are your thoughts as you were reading this? I think I felt very similarly because this guy does seem like he is generally an asshole. Right. But I do think he ate this one little thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think that to answer his specific question, no. But I think in general, if I were to assess his character, he's an asshole. Right. Because it sounds like he's sexually harassing his coworkers all the time and thinks that it's normal because maybe they throw him a nervous chuckle, which like men right. will literally do all the time. And even almost especially to like gay men, which I don't know if this man is necessarily gay, but it was definitely, there were some vibes I was picking up on. Cause like sometimes gay men will do sexual harassment shit and they're like, oh, I'm not actually interested in you. So it's fine. And it's like, no, <laughs> like it's not fine for you to just touch my titty cause you're gay. Like, or to like say these things just cause you supposedly have no sexual attraction to me. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Also a random nitpick, but just because this guy's an asshole, he does not know how to use the word whom. Uh, true. <laughs> Like, he needs to just stop. I want y'all to know I was just reading it exactly as written. Like, I wasn't the one saying with whom with all over and over. Okay. Hate that. <laughs> Hate it. People. Yeah, like, relax. It's like the effort to sound fancy and intellectual will make people just not know how to write sentences anymore. True. You don't know how to use correctly or semicolons. Quit that. Stop it. Yeah, just leave him alone, okay? <laughs> Especially if it sounds goofy. Like, the thing is that I don't care about language rules as long as the language is still facilitating communication, you know? Right. But the thing is that if you are literally trying to sound fancy and that's why you don't make sense, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, oh no, that's so goofy. Yeah. Do you have any more thoughts before we move into our next story? No, I don't think so. I think you can go ahead and start. Okay. Am I the asshole for calling my sister creepy for playing video games with gay male porn? I, 21 male, have a sister, 19 female. We're both in college, but we're still currently living with our parents. My laptop broke down and it couldn't be fixed before I needed to give a finale report to my teacher. And so I borrowed my sister's with permission in order to do so. However, I found on her tab screen that she accidentally left open a video game. I was surprised by it as I didn't know my sister was into video games. But then I opened and saw a blue-haired anime-like guy giving a blowjob to another anime-like blonde dude. I was honestly shocked and even uncomfortable that my sister would be into these kinds of games and when I finished to send my report I confronted her about how creepy it is that she's into video games with gay male porn. She got super defensive and accused me of going through her laptop even though I only stumbled upon the game because she left it open and what she's into isn't my business. Now she's barely speaking to me so I wonder if I may have overreacted about the whole situation. Am I the ass? <laughs> um okay so i think in short yes right he is the asshole to elaborate i think that like i think it sounds like bullshit that he just stumbled across it because no one who's like into that kind of thing is making rookie mistakes like that like i feel like if someone were to borrow my laptop i would be doing the most to make sure they don't come across anything strange. Like there's no way she just had that open. Like you looked through her laptop. 
You look through it. Yeah. And also, like, why is it his business what kind of video games she plays? Like, I know that not all games are porn or, like, pornographic, but, like, he probably spends time looking at, like, barely dressed female avatars on screens. Right. So I don't really feel like he should be, you know, glass houses and all that. Literally. I am so curious, like, because, yeah, somebody in the comments was like, if you had a guy friend that was, like, playing a blowjob simulator game, would you call him creepy for that? Probably not. No. Exactly. And so it's like, I don't even know. And like, even if she did leave the tab open and like forgot about it, if he's like rifling through her tab, it's like what we were talking about the other day with like free reign use on your partner's phone or whatever. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean you go read through their conversation. That means you can like, on a need to know basis, like get in there and do whatever needs to be done. Like that doesn't mean, oh, just like click on anything you want. You know? So it's like, I just don't understand. He's like, oh, I just stumbled upon it. Like, it's just such bullshit. Yeah, it just sounds goofy. Right, and it's also giving, like, not even that he was uncomfortable that it was a porn game, but he seems so focused on the fact it was a gay male porn game. Yeah, it's giving homophobia. Yeah. If this man was he himself gay, and he was uncomfortable with, like, straight women fetishizing gay men, sure, that's a convo, whatever. But we actually have no idea what his positionality is to that, and even then, like, he was rifling through her shit. So, like, that's... Yeah. I just feel like on one level, he just doesn't have a right to judge her interests because he stumbled across it and isn't supposed to know anyway. Right. And on another level, I don't think there's anything wrong with a straight person consuming queer porn. I feel like it's kind of queer behavior, honestly. Like, I don't know how straight you are (laughs) doing that. That's true. At the end of the day. And also, like, I don't know, I forget the exact term for it, but, like, there are, like, so many studies about how, like, women, for lack of a better term, because that's how the study refers to it, but, like, how women will be more likely to have, like, asynchronous arousals. Like, women can be aroused by a broader spectrum of things, irrespective to sexual orientation. Like, sexual orientation didn't affect these statistics at all. And it's actually very common for straight women to be into gay porn. And I don't think it's weird. I don't think I care. That's valid. I don't think I care. That's It's fair. porn. <laughs> Let's talk about the porn industry as a whole if we're going to talk. That's true. And I do also feel like interacting with porn is one thing. As long as you're not, like, fetishizing real-life gay people and making them uncomfortable, then whatever. Like, do you. Yeah, especially since these games tend to not be free. Like, they probably paid for this game. (laughs) Right. Somewhere some queer game creator is, like, making bank. Like, let them live, you know? But, (laughs) yeah, just, the whole thing was just a lot. Yeah. And this is also from two hours ago. So during Pride Month, no less. Like, how dare you? (laughs) Yeah. And, like, also, I feel like I used to do that when I was younger, but I just turned out to be trans and gay. <laughs> like That's what I was just thinking when you were talking about like, you were talking about women having asynchronous things that turn them on and a lot of women being in the gay male porn or whatever. And it's like, you know what? I've actually known trans men who were perceived as that, right? At one point in their life and then ended up being gay trans men. So it's like, what's that pipeline look like actually? Cause I'm sure it's not zero. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely a pipeline that exists. Like for sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that was that story. <laughs> I think my verdict is asshole. Same, absolutely. Homophobic <laughs> asshole, even. Literally, pick a struggle. <laughs> Okay, this is my third one that I'm sharing, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So, (laughs) 
Am I the asshole for deleting a game from my boyfriend's PC so he won't spend more money on it? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so my boyfriend and I live together and have started to discuss getting engaged and what that would look like for us, like joint expenses and how we'd handle our finances. When we were listing out our individual monthly expenses, he noted money put aside for a game that he plays with his brother and sister. The amount is $90 per month. Now I can understand him putting some money on their accounts since they're both still in school, one finishing high school and the other in college, but I feel $30 a month for him is a bit excessive, especially for a game that he's frankly too old to play, even if he does only ever play when they do. Huh? <laughs> I just found out that for Christmas, they both asked for $80 worth of credits for their game, and he gave it to them. To me, that's starting to get into alarming spending habits on something intangible and not holding any value, so I tried to talk to him about it and about how I don't want him to spend any more money on that game so his brother and sister will have to earn money themselves. My boyfriend refused and thought I was overreacting over a holiday gift since he doesn't go wild with it and any other time and he pays for it out of money he sets aside for his fun and hobbies. He doesn't understand how irresponsible this is and how easily it could get out of control and that that kind of money adds up over time. He could be putting it towards savings or expenses for us. When he left for work I deleted the game from his PC. I know he can just download it again but I want him to really hear me about this. If we're going to be engaged, that means we should be smarter about our money, and if one of us has an issue with how the other is spending, it should be respected and listened to. Instead of talking to me when I told him about what I did and why, he got upset and left the apartment without talking to me at all. He came home but thinks I'm making an issue out of nothing, and by doing that I'm indirectly controlling his brother and sister, and he won't sleep in our room until I apologize and drop it. So I'm asking outsiders if what I did was really that bad or not. Am I the asshole? <laughs> There's also an edit here after I think they received some responses. Ooh. Do you want to hear that now or do you want to share your initial thoughts? Let's go ahead and hear the edit. Edit. I do not have an issue with him playing video games. I buy him games and will watch him play some of his games. It's this one game I have an issue with because it's a gacha? I don't know what this word is. Gacha type mechanics. And I've seen too many friends and classmates wind up going out of control trying to get some skin or character on similar games. How do you spell gacha? G-A-C-H-A. I'm curious. I'm almost willing to bet. Oh, interesting. It's like a virtual toy vending machine game. So like, I think it's one of those virtual like crane toy games i didn't know yeah so that's interesting so yeah so i feel like oh my god this is so goofy i definitely feel like she's the asshole 1000 percent. yeah like it's not even a question <laughs> in my mind like i just did the math out of curiosity if he really didn't spend 90 dollars a month for one year it would save like a thousand dollars is that some money sure but it's also not like he's flushing it like yeah it's literally it sounds like maybe the main quality time he gets with his brother and sister and it's 30 dollars mm -hmm. per person which I don't think goes super far in those games, honestly. Like, I had a friend really into one of those games. And it's not, like, it's a very intentional, very metered, like, opposite everything she's saying is going to happen. And then, like, yeah. for them to get credits as a special thing for the holidays is not wild either. Like, what? I'm also so icked out because I've literally, even growing up with, like, 
alloromantic Gen X parents, they never had a joint bank account. Like, that was something instilled in me very early on. So it's just like, I do not get that at all. The fact you think you have any control over this man's money for something he's doing for quality time with his brother and sister. So much so you're going to delete the game knowing full well he can just redownload it? Like, what is the point? Yeah, I feel like the point was that she was mad. <laughs> right. And it's just like, for what? Like, that's just so goofy. It's also very entitled because she's like, he could be saving for us. And it's like, for what? Yeah, it's also his, like, budget. Like, he has a hobbies budget and he's only using the money out of that. Like, if it wasn't these games, it would be something else. Like, she's not entitled to his hobbies budget. I think it's also weird because she's like, oh, I don't even mind that he plays games. Like, which I know that can be a tension between, like, people who play video games and their partners who don't. But she's saying she supports him playing other games. But it's this one she does understand that seems very childlike and like that's rubbing her the wrong way it's just so weird like why are you so pressed those games look fun as fuck yeah people are allowed to engage in child's like activities like let people live and it would already be fine if he was just doing it alone but he's literally doing this to bond with his brother and sister which i feel like so many people once they turn to adults like very rarely see that, that kind of intention to have quality sibling time like that so it's just like yeah leave this man alone so much going on Mm -hmm. Okay, are you feeling ready for another one? Yes. Am I the asshole for coming out to my parents as my sister was announcing her pregnancy? Hi, please excuse any grammar or spelling issues. I wrote this fast and I'm not the best writer in English. However, to get right into it, I am 23 female. My name is Bailey. I grew up in a very conservative, very religious family and my parents are very headstrong people to say the least. I've been kind of exploring my options between men and women for the past few years and I am bisexual. It's hard because I don't have many people who are very accepting of my sexuality, so it's difficult to be myself around other people, especially my parents, who I know would see me differently if I told them this information. I try to be nonchalant about it, but it's very painful knowing that your parents wouldn't be very accepting of you and how you are. But it is what it is. There is nothing I can do about it. It's difficult because I have to put myself last, but I deal with it. I've told one person in my family about my sexuality, and that's my sister, who is extremely religious as well. How However, I didn't exactly tell her by choice. However, despite her belief, she did agree to keep my secret and respect my decision for the time being, though I know she sees me differently. My sister has gotten pregnant. However, it was before her and her fiance officially got married, which is something her parents would strongly disagree with, and she has been keeping it from them for a while now. Now to the issue at hand, my sister has told me that she doesn't think they are ready to hear about her pregnancy, and she isn't ready to tell her parents about her pregnancy yet either, which I respect and I would never disrespect. My parents had hosted dinner for us we both came over i like to add before this dinner she told me word for word that she felt like it wasn't the right time to tell them about her pregnancy a day before this dinner she had told me this we were there and i had been wanting to announce my news for a while honestly i know what their reaction will be like and i was right they said word for word what i had expected so i was just holding off because i was scared but what's going to happen is going to happen so i said fuck it and kind of blurted it out they obviously took it bad but my sister was pissed that i told them this before 
she said anything about her pregnancy. And she said that she changed her mind and was going to tell them. And I took away her moment. And she says that whether I knew or not, it was disrespectful to tell her parents before she told them anything about her situation. She believes that her pregnancy should have been announced before my sexuality for some reason. And that it's disrespectful that I took it away from her and put my news ahead of hers when hers is bigger. A part of me feels like this is simply unreasonable. I didn't realize this was some rule she had, but outside opinions are needed. Wait, would you mind sending it to me so I can like look at it with my eyes? Oh, that's valid. <laughs> like I think what I'm wanting to like clarify when I read it is whether like the intentions for this gathering, like why were they all getting together? Was it for the express purpose oh. of her sister making this announcement? I don't think so. I think her parents were just like, hey, let's have a family dinner. And the sister the day before was like, they're not ready to hear about my pregnancy. I'm not ready to talk about it. And then she changed her mind like the day of the dinner that she was going to announce it. Huh. Yeah. Okay. We were there and I had been wanting to announce my news for a while. Do, 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 do. Kind of blurted it out. I don't think it's this person's fault. No. I think, in my opinion, I'd say not the asshole. Just because it's not like they premeditated this like if it was the situation where her sister was like oh yeah i'm planning to announce my pregnancy at this dinner like that's what's gonna happen tonight like right. then i'd maybe be like and eh, you knew that moment was gonna happen like you shouldn't have taken away from it yeah in that time but even then i'd still give a little grace just because like coming out is so stressful and like messy and it really doesn't sound like they did it on purpose yeah either they say they blurted it out and yeah that's just so hard like if you've ever been struggling to come out to someone it just like i don't know i can definitely imagine that sensation like just feeling like it's coming up out of you right and yeah it wasn't even that so it was literally just some random <laughs> gathering that they were having i don't think that her sister's at all entitled to feel like that was supposed to be her moment you know Literally. that feels really weird and especially for her saying the day before she wasn't going to say anything and then one didn't update and be like hey i actually do think i want to say this tonight but then two was saying whether she knew or not that she was supposed to wait until after the pregnancy because that was a bigger deal in her mind yeah what makes that a bigger deal right right name one non-homophobic reason that's a bigger deal because it was the pregnancy a big deal because her sister's not like married and stuff is that why she's like because they were religious and whatever i mean i guess that could be part of it i definitely was thinking big deal as in like oh new life bringing a child into the family whatever but yeah i think you're right there is like another aspect of it being also a taboo subject they're breaching of premarital sex happening and creating a whole new life that came from that yeah either way it's still like weird to quantify what is bigger news right exactly what kind of fucked up family dynamic it's not like this is a wedding right and you like announced your pregnancy at right. someone's wedding or something like it's a dinner with your family why wouldn't more good news just be better and even more exciting like I'm saying you know. or like why even wouldn't that be better because the two of them could support each other if it went over poorly you know right. like I just feel like the fact that there's just automatically it's a negative to her sister that this happened I don't know Yeah. I really wonder what the thought process there is honestly because I almost feel like if I was in a situation like that and you're like oh man our parents are assholes we both have news we gotta drop it's gonna kind of suck and somebody goes first it's like well since we're getting things out of the way <laughs> and maybe this won't seem like such a big deal now that that's out there but <laughs> like <laughs> 
You know, like, you could have definitely used that to your advantage. Like, there's just so many ways you could have viewed this situation, and this was just the worst one, like, for sure. Yeah, where's the sibling bond? I'm saying. I'm also, like, the way that they were like, I've been thinking about it for a while, and then I blurted it out. Like, I could almost imagine being in a situation like that, and they're being like, oh, do you have a boyfriend yet? Do you want me to hook you up with uh, Mrs. Gilbert's son? And they're like, I'm bisexual. Ah, like, just, (laughs) I'm over it. Shut up. (laughs) But... No, that's valid. Okay, it is my turn. So this one is spicy because I looked at the title, right? Mm -hmm. And I went to open it up, but it wasn't the description of the story. Like, it was this person being, like, upset that somehow it got back to the person she was talking about. And so I got the actual original post from someone who had happened to screenshot it, who posted it in the comments before it got changed. So (laughs) the title is, though, does S-I-L, is that like son-in-law or sister-in-law? Oh, I don't know which one it would be. Yeah, I guess it would be based on context. I think I'm going to assume sister-in-law because this is about gardening, but sorry for assuming your gender boys can garden too. (laughs) Anyway, am I the asshole for using my sister-in-law's garden flowers in my wedding bouquet? Oh, no! (laughs) My wedding was put on hold due to coronavirus. During this time, sister-in-law's grandfather got sick, so she traveled to stay with her family. I was left in charge of feeding her dog. My sister-in-law has always grown beautiful flowers and succulents. She knows how much I admire her green thumb. Before she left, she cut all the heads off her roses. And this is where I made my mistake at the time. I did not know you could cut the heads off roses and make more grow. So when I was over feeding the dog, I noticed more growing and was amazed. Then the restrictions in my country were lifted. My husband and I decided to throw together a quick wedding ceremony. The idea just came to me to use the roses she'd grown, thinking that she'd not know I'd taken any. Uh. As I was over cutting them, I remembered the succulents and decided to grab a few in their pots to use as centerpieces. Oh my god! We'd always wanted to get married in my grandmother church and venue hall which was two hours away from our home and my sister-in-law's home sister-in-law decided she'd come back for the wedding but would fly into that local airport then go straight to the local hotel instead of going home when she landed then driving to the wedding and back all in one day the wedding itself went beautifully she was happy and i was so happy everyone was happy We get to the after party and sister-in-law notices the succulents and she gets very angry asking if they're hers and how could I do that? She started trying to snatch them up. Unfortunately, this caused a light fuss while I asked her to stop, said that she was ruining my wedding while I grabbed the succulents. She loudly said, you're stealing from me. My family wrongly took this to mean they could take the succulents. The ones they didn't take did end up damaged as people touched the leaves and squeezed them. Sister-in-law took all my succulent centers that she could and left in a huff. After that, the party died down. Pretty much everyone in her family took her side. Whereas my family thinks it's just flowers, it's ridiculous. When she arrived home the next day, she noticed the roses gone and sent a message saying, how could I steal her plants without permission? And that she was sick of me overstepping all the time. Personally, I feel like they're just plants. They will grow back. And it's a shame for her to have spoiled the party when she could have just left the succulents and most people would have ignored them. But I also understand she spends a lot of time time and money growing many of these plants and they are her pastime that I should have asked to use them. TLDR borrowed some flowers without permission but sister-in-law shouted at me during my wedding party. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Girl. Girl. 
the use of the word borrowed there is, I can't even wrap my head around it. You didn't just, <laughs> you can't just borrow plants. You done killed them. You took them out of the ground. You stole them. You stole them. <laughs> Oh my god. Especially as somebody who, like, growing up, my mom and me, like, grew rose bushes. Like, that was something we did together. Like, mm-hmm. roses are so finicky. Oh my god. Yeah. They're a high-maintenance plant. And especially if you don't know what you're doing, like, yeah, like, you trim them so you can make room for new buds and, like, let them get a chance to grow. But only once they're, like, in their prime. Yeah. And succulents, too, are not easy to grow. Right. So... <laughs> And like, it's just plants, it'll grow back. It's like, no, you might've fucked up the plant, especially if you're saying you didn't know the difference between her cutting off the heads for new growth versus you just taking all of them. Like that's what kills me too. It's similar with like how foraging has gotten really popular, but now mm-hmm. there's this issue of people over foraging. It's like, no, there's like respectful ways to interact with plants. Like y'all are disrespectful as fuck acting like, yeah. oh, it'll just grow back. And it's like, if you don't understand how sustainability works, just say that. Like. Yeah will fucking grow back next season you can't just take everything right and it's just like oh my god and if you take everything they might not grow back you need plants there to leave seeds and stuff and what kills me is like why'd you take those flowers is it because of how expensive florists are well why is that explain that like i just <laughs> if you knew how much florists were and it's like oh it's because they put in all this work to grow like what? <laughs> what? Yeah. There was also an edit in this original screenshot. So this isn't even the post that I came across. This is still the oh, screenshot. Oh, that's right. She says, fine, I am the asshole, whatever. I'd have bought the succulents back the next day. And if the roses grew back once, they'll grow back again, I figured. But okay, whatever. I'm the asshole, sure. Wow. So humble. So apologetic. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hero shit. Like Mess mess fine i'm the asshole do you feel better now and i was like you killed these plants yeah why would you murder the plants what did the plants do to you and especially like i think people see plants growing in nature and they're like yeah free and it's like people who garden that is not free like yeah knowing how much you had to pay in dirt because like the soil here is literally not safe for planting things like it's just like yeah fun fact i also garden you might not know this but i also (laughs) garden and i have much interest in gardening and so i felt this in my heart I can't even imagine. Like, I literally remember somebody stealing a Japanese red maple tree my mom got mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And it, like, destroyed her. She literally stopped gardening. She just was like, I'm going to start having fish. Because it broke her so much that somebody stole this plant she'd been looking forward to for so long. Aww. Yeah, and it's just like, damn, like, you know, my mom was vile. And, like, there's a lot of things I don't sympathize with her on. But, like, I'm really remembering she gave up on gardening after that. Because it was so traumatic for her that somebody would just come in her yard and steal that and it's just so wild to me gardening is such a wholesome like it's just an amazing hobby that people do and it's just like anybody trying to steal that is just so despicable to me like how do you bring yourself to do that i don't even know like fuck you for trying to cultivate life Ah! little bitch like okay (laughs) that's just so I, i just can't even wrap my head around it like this post also won a facepalm award. Yeah. 
That's so funny. To win an award on a post but have it be degrading. Like, I've never seen that before. Oh, yeah. Reddit's good about that. (laughs) Are you ready to hear what their edit after they deleted the post was? Oh, my God, They just cleared the post entirely, and all they left is, one of you snitches posted this to a group shaming weddings, showed me the screenshot, I found the group, and I have a mutual friend in it. Oh. (laughs) Roses grow back. Succulents are, I don't know what that symbol is. Is it pounds? To some kind of currency. In grocery store. But my life, my human life, could be over. You've all left a stain on my beautiful memory over cheap plants! Exclamation point. I, however, am going on vacation tonight. When I am back, I will be buying some grocery succulents for my sister-in-law, who told me no, it's fine, via private message, when I asked her if she wanted me, wanted me was in all caps, to buy her some. So all your call outs, which is in quotes, are no good. I am not the cold person you frame me as. I love my sister. That was also in all caps. Oh my. And I am heartbroken. I crossed a boundary. This is not heartbroken behavior. <laughs> Shut the it's fuck really up. not. The way she was like, you all ruined and stained and my life could be over. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> I crossed this boundary. Ma'am, what? And I also, yeah, they sell succulents at the grocery store. That's true. Are they the same succulents your sister-in-law had? Probably fucking not. Because plants have yeah. a range and prices and rarity and everything. Like, I, even in that app we both have now, the A Kinder World app, you literally name the plants in there. I remember those rose bushes we grew. We actually named them, like, apple after ancestors like plants are so deeply personal people will name them and like they're literally a part of their day and routine and like even family to some people so i just uh, 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 that's (laughs) the worst edit i've ever heard that's horrible yeah the edit adventure was really (laughs) something she's like do you want some two dollar shitty succulents from kroger like (laughs) oh my god well that's all i got All of this could have been avoided if you'd been like, hey, I love your plants so much. Would you be willing to provide some for the wedding? And the sister Mm -hmm. could have cut up, like, whatever plants were ready to, like, were in their prime and, like, could have made an arrangement. Like, you could have just asked. You could have just asked. And if grocery store succulents are so comparable, then why didn't you just get some of those for your wedding? Literally, the way they're trying to justify not spending money on this by just stealing some plants from their sister-in-law, you're devaluing gardening and plants. And yet you clearly knew their value because you were so driven to steal them. Like, make it make sense. Please. (laughs) Oh my god. I almost don't even know if this story's... Like, I feel like that just topped everything. Like, I have a poor (laughs) story, but maybe we'll just cut it. What if you read your story and we ask them to give their answers? Ooh. In the Spotify. So Spotify exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) Get off of Google Chrome Podcast, you two members. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) To the two people listening on Google Chrome Podcasts, according to our analytics, please move on over to Spotify. And let Let us know whether you think this next story, whether the person's an asshole or not. You can also tweet at us. Oh, yeah. But we prefer Spotify. Please. The Google Chrome podcast doesn't make sense. (laughs) Well, we love you and thank you for listening. But also, you're getting roasted (laughs) for that. Because what the fuck? I didn't even know Google Chrome (laughs) had podcasts. I want to know who you are. Tweet at us immediately and explain yourself. Right. Reveal yourself (laughs) right now. (laughs) All right. 
Am I the asshole for asking my roommate to get rid of her dog? My roommate has a dog that barks a lot and it keeps me up at night. I'm also allergic to dogs and I've been having a lot of trouble with my allergies since she moved in. Before she moved in, I told her about my allergy and she said she would keep the dog away from my living space, but she doesn't. She also said that her dog is really quiet, but it barks all the time, often, even during nighttime. I asked her if she could get rid of the dog and she got really upset with me. She said that she's had the dog for five years and that it's not fair for me to ask her to get rid of it. She also said that I knew she had a dog when she moved in, so I shouldn't be surprised that it barks. I don't know if I'm being unreasonable or if she's being unreasonable. Am I the asshole? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to not share thoughts about this. Though what if, like, whenever we get around to making a Patreon, this could be a little exclusive cut. Oh, yeah. If you want to hear my opinion, go sub to our Patreon, but maybe not exclusive. So yeah, tell us what you think. Is this person the asshole or not? And please explain yourselves. Thanks for joining us. If you want to keep up with us, we're on all sorts of social media and you can check us out on our website, which is linked right in this episode description. Yeah, the description might be a tad long, so click see more and you should be able to see it. Also, check out our merch. We have a bunch of really cute merch that you should go enjoy because it's absolutely fucking adorable. I'm obsessed with it, like objectively obsessed with it. <laughs> yes, we have all sorts of stuff, including a Yassified Lord that yes. I designed myself. It is so good. There's a pro evil radical femme design that's on a bunch of merch. I have a duffel bag and a tote bag for it because I'm so obsessed with it. Like it's just so good for all your evil bimbo needs. Go check it out. Yeah, go check us out. And thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Hell yeah. Music by audionautics.com.